0: Welcome to the second episode of the All for Mental Health podcast. It has been a long time coming and a happy new year to everybody. I am here, your host Timothy, uh, along with David, and we have a very special guest speaker on the line. We hope that um, she'll be able to provide you with a bit of information about planning your year as you start out 2022. We know that putting your year in order, making sure that you've set goals and objectives is one of the ways we can keep our mental health in check by making sure that you know what you want to achieve at the end of the year. So let me ask David to come in and quickly introduce himself before we move over to the guest speaker.
1: Thank you very much, Chintu. Uh, we are very delighted to have you back to our yet another episode of All for Mental Health podcasts and Happy New Year to everyone, and we hope that this year has started off with your mental health at its peak. Today, we are really going to get into one of the things that affects our mental wellness and one one thing that can actually help us to make sure that our mental health is at its best. And uh, my name is Mgazi David Jolie, and I'm a medical student in my final year at my university, and I'm also working with All for Mental Health, where we work to ensure that we contribute towards advancement of mental health of our counterparts and the community at large. And today we are going to be discussing mental wellness in things specific that affects our mental wellness that can either make it better or worse. And that is goal setting. Something that happens at the start of the year and affects literally almost the entire year. So we shall be having this discussion with a lot of insights from our very, resourceful guest. And right now, I will allow our guest to introduce herself and tell us about what she does and who she is. Um, so, Diana, the floor is yours. You can go ahead and tell us right. about yourself.
2: Okay. Thank, thank you so much, David. And thank you, David and Timothy, for having me here today. It's really an honor and a privilege. Um, to be able to speak and share uh, my experience with goal setting and you know just generally setting your goals and trying to achieve them. So my name is Diana Kajimba Aineviona. I'm married to Jessie Aineviona. We've been married for seven seven years and we have two girls. One is five and one is two. I'm a telecom engineer by training. And I practiced for seven years at a company called Ericsson and I did that for seven years and then I branched into entrepreneurship and mostly why I branched into entrepreneurship is because I wanted to have more time um, with my family um, and not be tied down to an eight to five job and so that's how I branched into entrepreneurship and started Ruby's Gift Store. Ruby's Gift Store is a Christian an inspirational gift shop. It started as an online shop in 2018. And now we opened up uh, physical premises um, late last year in about August. And then we still have that online presence. So we still have the online shop running, but we also have a physical premise in Chisasi. But we are basically a Christian gift shop. So I am the CEO of Ruby's gift shop and we um, have a, a few employees that, that are full time, and then we have some who work on a part time basis, and uh, a number of other people who work on a sort of contract um, kind of kind of arrangement. Yeah. So really, that's 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 a bit about me. I'm a Christian. Um, I love God, and I love to share about God, and I love that um, you know having God in your life. He can just help you to get every other aspect of your life on track. And so just to be able to see how I can use the Bible and use God um, to be able to help me to live my life in a way that's meaningful and purposeful, yeah.
1: Okay, thank you, Diana. That is a a really, really uh, rich life, I should say. Uh, A family and uh, a business which is growing. So um, today we are going to talk about mental health and goal setting. Um, I'm sure that when you decided to quit your job, you set it as a goal and you you, um, set out to achieve this goal. So to our listeners, we want to know how this experience was, um, setting that goal and working towards it and how your mental health was through the period of transitioning from uh, an employee
2: to an entrepreneur. Right, thank you. I'm glad you asked that first. So I left my job in um, 2018, December of 2018. And I will tell you that right from 2017, when I had my first child, I knew that I wanted to leave. But the whole of 2017, I kept saying, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave but I was not leaving because I had not set a time. I had not set uh, a time of when I would leave. I had not prepared for how I would leave and how, what my finances would look like um, for me to be able to leave. So I couldn't leave. And so 2017 goes by and 2018 starts. And I'm still saying, I'm going to leave and yet I know in my head that I'm not going to leave and that was really affecting me but even people were saying you know we know you you, you will not you will not leave so in the, in January of 2018 I told myself I'm going to set a time to make that decision and I said by June of 2018 I will have decided on whether i will leave or not leave and so if i'm not going to leave then i will stop talking about it and if i'm going to leave then i will set a time of when i am going to leave so my goal was to make a decision by june of 2018 and so by june of 2018 it was clear to me so between jan and june i was evaluating should i leave should i not leave if i leave do i have the finances to take me through if i'm home what will i be doing and i was going about asking myself all those questions between that time so that by june i'd be able to make that decision and so in june i made the decision that i would leave and i said i would leave in december so now begin between june and december i was now beginning to prepare myself for when i leave What will I be doing while I'm at home? Okay, I had already started the business. How will I be running it while I'm at home? Do we have enough finances? Do we have enough savings to carry the family through as as when I will not be having a steady source of income? So those are the questions which I began to ask myself. And so um, end of 2018 comes and then I quit in December. And so now I'm at home, but because I had already prepared myself um, for when I would leave, then I had a plan. So I would get up in the morning and I knew, okay, these were my day's activities on this particular day. So maybe Wednesday I have a fellowship and then Thursday I would go and meet a friend. So I'm not at home and lost in what am I what am I doing because I had already set a plan of what I would do. And then also in addition to that, between June and December of 2018, when I was I had already made the decision to leave, doubts would come and say how will you survive but then I knew I had made the decision and I had made a conscious decision so I would keep speaking to myself and telling myself no I will survive because we have these savings in place we know our monthly budget is this we have we're able to have that amount of money every month and so I can do this so In my mind, even when people would say, um, how will you survive? I knew how I would survive because I had prepared and planned for it. So that just helped me to have peace of mind and not be filled with worry and anxiety because I had taken some time to prepare and plan for what was going to happen. Uh,
1: Thank you. So uh, from this, uh, I get that your goal was to have more time with your family. And you, s- you literally planned each step of the one, identified which things could stress you, which was the finances and found a way out. So I think that is a very, very uh, key uh, lesson for us in, in terms of setting goals. Uh, personally, I see that we're supposed to identify any potential problems or, uh, should I say, potential stressors that will come with the goals we are setting or when we achieve them. So thank you very much for that. So back into uh, talking about goal setting in particular, I would like you to share with us um, the different types of year planners and how you have used these and how we can use them. Yes,
2: Dana. The okay. okay. Um, so there, there, there are different kinds of planners. So one kind of planner is one which will just have the dates of the year and then um, a space to write what you will do for that day just like maybe like an like appointment so you can write um a bit of what you will do for each day of the year but then that's what, that's just what it is and then it will have a monthly overview Um, where you can quickly put appointments and then each day will have a little space, maybe two to three lines for you to write your to-do list for the day. Um, Then there are other year plan, it will probably go from January to December. The other planners which will go for 18 months, so it will go for the three. Three months of the previous year and three months and then some of those will have a bit more I will maybe have for you to write your goals for the year and then they will be themed like let's say it could be a fitness planner which is more themed towards fitness or it could be themed towards health and have a bit of um your meal plan and what meals they will their sandwich will have um, for you to have your goals for the year. And so that one will have you will you'll be able to enter your goals either on a monthly basis or on a yearly basis and something like that. And then the Prosper Planner, um, which we which we have at Ruby's Gift Store, is very unique in the sense that it will allow you to put your goals for the year. And it only allows you to have three goals so you put in your goals and then you have your action points on how you will achieve those goals and then you're able to do a review so it's a very interactive kind of planner as opposed to um, having a planner that just does um, that just helps you to enter what your activities for the day are but then this one goes so far to say okay what are your activities based on? If you set your goal, then you should have action points towards your goal and those should guide your activities on a daily basis. So it sometimes it really depends on what somebody is looking for. There are people who say they don't like to plan or they don't want to plan and so they don't want something as detailed as that and they prefer to just write their daily activities as the days go by. Um, but the, the post planner in particular allows you to be very deliberate about what you want to achieve and then continue to assess yourself on a monthly basis to see that you are achieving those goals.
0: Okay, um, thank you very much, Diana. So we've looked at a bit about um, year planners and you having to set goals, but on action points, I had something about action points coming in. but. I think a number of people have issues with their goal setting. You said, uh, for example, the Prosper planner only has um, availability for three goals of yours. So, as a very ambitious person, I may have issues um, choosing three goals to put there. So, I think it's important that we talk a bit about about goal setting and mistakes people usually make when they are setting their goals.
2: Okay. Okay, so um, like what you mentioned about an ambitious person who wants to have more than three goals. I mean, I want to have a whole lot of, maybe 20 goals um, for the year. But the issue with that is that you, 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 will, um, you will be trying to achieve all of those and even fail to achieve any because you will be so scattered in trying to do so much. And that's one of the places that we go wrong. I mean, I used to do that. Beginning of the year comes, and I have a whole list of so many things that I want to do. And in the end, I would never achieve any of them. Why? Because I was setting too many goals. But I found the beauty of setting only three goals. And you can make them so specific that now you're you're spending all your energy in trying to achieve those goals. And it could be a goal that, that, uh, like the goal will have many action points that in the end, you see that you're actually able to achieve so much, even though you have only three goals. And it was the first time for me to try it out last year, to have only three goals, but it was very rewarding because at the end of the year, I was able to clearly see that I had, how I had progressed. Whereas when you have so many goals, it's very difficult to take an assessment and see, okay, how did I do on each of them? Where did I start from at the beginning of the year? And then how was I able to achieve them um, by the end of the year? And it's a bit unrealistic. When you set too many goals, it becomes a bit unrealistic for you to even achieve them. And I think for me, that's one one of the issues that when we're setting goals, we sometimes set unrealistic goals that are so far off high up in the sky that we set ourselves up for disaster. And then mid-weather year, you begin to have all these feelings of sadness and inadequacy, but perhaps you set a goal that was just too out of reach, and you didn't even think through um, about the goal. How am I going to achieve it? And so, If you don't go through the steps of saying, okay, what are the action steps I'm going to take to achieve this goal? Is it possible within this time frame? Maybe you're setting a goal, a long-term goal, and giving it a year to achieve, yet it could be a five, a long-term goal, which you should do in maybe 10 years, and you want to achieve it in five, in one year, you're setting yourself up for disaster. Another mistake that we make is not having clear action points on how you're going to achieve them. So for example, in the Prosper planner, every month, you get to write your goal again, and you get to write a, a set of maybe five or six action points that you want to do to achieve those goals. And so you only focus on those action points. What will I do for this month of January to achieve my action points? One of the things that I wanted to do last year was to to, to have a healthy mind, body, and soul. And for me, part of having a healthy mind was to read a book, right? Uh, Because I used to read a lot more earlier, but now I I was not reading much because of all, um, because I just had so much going on. And I said, I need to get back to reading, because reading helps me to relax. And so I had to read, I said, I'll give myself only 30 minutes in a day. So I said, I'll read one book a month, but I only dedicate 30 minutes in the day to read the book. Just 30 minutes, I could make that. So at the end of the day, I'm able to say, okay, did I make my 30 minutes? And if I didn't, I can make that 30 minutes just before I slept, right? So I have a clear action point of what I'm going to do. Spend 30 minutes reading a book on a daily basis. And then also, sometimes we keep the goals in our heads and we don't write them down and so after a few months you don't even remember what what your goals were because they were just up in your head and you said them to yourself or maybe you wrote them down on a piece of paper and you don't even remember where you put it, but having it written down in a place where you can constantly see it. And it could be a paper that you will stick on the wall. It could be something that you keep in your drawer um, or you put save it on your email so that you can be able to see it all the time. And I think those are those are some of the things that make us set ourselves up for, desert, for, for failure. And then at the end of the year, you're feeling like a failure and it's not because you couldn't achieve your goal, but sometimes it's because you never made the effort and you never made the effort because you didn't have a clear plan of how you would do it. One of the things that I do when I'm beginning, when I'm setting my goals and I did it this year is I look back at the previous year, what went well, what didn't go well, what do I need to do better? So let's say I wanted to start a new business last year and I didn't do it, right? So what am I going to do this year? And then what, what made me fail to start the business last year? Maybe I failed to raise the funds. Okay, so why did I fail to raise the funds? Um, what can I do this year to help me raise the funds that I need to start a business? Oh, I wanted a promotion at my job, but I didn't get a promotion last year. What do I need to do this year? to get the promotion and then I set a goal because of what I saw happened last year. Another thing I do is I start with the end in mind. I paint a picture of what do I want Diana to look like at the end of 2022? What do I want my life to look like? What do I want to see and be proud of at the end of the year? And then basing on that, then I will set the goal. So it could be that I want to have a certain amount of income by the end of the year. Let's say I want to have savings of 5 million. So if I want to have savings of 5 million, how much do I need to save every month to be able to achieve that, okay? And then at the end of the month, I evaluate myself. Was I able to save the amount that I needed to save? Okay, I wasn't. Now I set up in my goals for the next month. I am able to set action points to be able to achieve that target. So starting with the end in mind. And then also when I'm setting my goals, set goals which will stretch you, but yet which are not unrealistic. So it will stretch me a bit, but it's not too far off that I'm setting myself up for disaster. And then constantly review the goals. Every month, go back and look back. What did I do well? Did I do, Did I take any of the action points that I needed to take to achieve my goal? Or did I do nothing? Sometimes the month goes by and you really look and you see you did nothing about your goal. Now, what does that mean? Next month, I need to put in some extra effort. But why am I able to see that? Because at the end of the month, I was able to look back and review. But sometimes we end up setting a goal and you don't look at it for months. And then you wonder, how come... I was not able to achieve my goal, but it's sometimes because you didn't go back to look it over and look it over and evaluate yourself and say, okay, what did I do wrong? What do I need to do better? Yeah.
0: Thank you very much for that, Diana. Um, you mentioned that as, as you began last year, you, you came up with, with a set of three goals. Um, well, whether you share with us, whether you achieve those goals or not is one thing, but one of the issues that I personally
2: okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> Oh, feel free to share before I ask my other question.
2: <laughs> okay yeah so I would like to share on that because the truth is I did not achieve any of the goals right but yeah. something even better happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the Prosper Plan it will ask you to write your goal and then write the purpose of the goal impact, who you're going to do it with and all that. So I realized that even though I hadn't achieved the goal, I achieved the purpose of the goal. So let me give you an example. One of the goals, one of the three goals was to reach, was to achieve a certain level of sales at Ruby's gift store, right? So I did not achieve that level of sales on a monthly basis. But the purpose of my goal was to increase my monthly salary, right, that I get from Ruby's gift store as a CEO. I was able to do that. Why? Because in trying to achieve that number of sales, I was able to cut down on my costs. I was able to make the business more efficient. And so even though the sales did not reach the level that I wanted them to reach, we were more profitable right and because yeah. we were more profitable i was able to increase my salary because we were more profitable and so now this year i know that i know i know that now the focus should not be so much on the sales but should be more on running the business more efficiently so i'm happy i'm happy that i learned those lessons so it's not even about sometimes it's not even about achieving the goal but about learning the lessons and going through that process of trying to achieve that goal. Because every month I was constantly changing things. What can I do better? What can I do better? What can I do better? And in trying to do things better, of course the sales were increasing, but also the business was running better, which was beneficial for the long term. I was able to get the business out of it. So it was not just about increasing sales, but it was about being more efficient, making the business more healthy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so what I'm getting is that even as you set a goal, you should have a purpose. There should be a purpose as to why you want to achieve this very thing. Yes. But uh, one issue, as I was saying earlier, that uh, a few friends of mine and I, first when setting goals, is the bit of anxiety that comes with setting goals. You know, um, yeah. at times I think that maybe my goals are too ambitious. They may be achievable, but I think a part of me thinks they're too ambitious or as someone else may be setting a goal and because um, they're a bit reserved, they're like them, let me let me just set, let me say like I have a store like you, and um I said, let me just set 50 cells. Yet I I I think I could work yeah. much harder to reach 100. but I'm setting 20 because at the end of the year I want to feel good about it I know that I have achieved this goal. So how how do you overcome the anxiety that comes with goal setting? Because I think it's 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 a big issue. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I hear you on that. And the pressure, the pressure is real um, in terms of you want, you, you know, everybody's asking, what are your goals and, you know, and that kind of thing. But I think for me, what I had to do is I had to make peace that I'm in no competition with anybody else. I'm in competition with myself, not with anybody else. So if somebody is like, let's say even just my competitors in the business, their 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 books will not look like mine their forecasts will not look like mine and i cannot try to compete with them and have the same goals that they have why because we are not on the same level every human being is different everyone is on their individual journey so if somebody is planning is saying i want to start a business and i'm going to start with 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 um you know with capital of 100 million and i don't have that then i'm not going to put myself on that level so to know that i'm not in competition with 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 anybody To be better than the day of yesterday, not than another person, but than the day of yesterday. So that I will not give myself a goal which I know that I can achieve because then how have I competed with myself? So I will stretch myself a bit. And that's why I said, I stretch yourself a bit, but don't stretch yourself too much that it becomes unrealistic, right? And then also, I learned to reward myself give myself a little reward for the hard work that I've put in and not be too hard on myself, that I may not have achieved the end goal, but has there been progress? Progress Is there something that is worth celebrating and celebrate it? So just to know that I'm not in competition with myself, there's no one I'm trying to impress, you know, something like that. But then also, um, one of the other things that I've learned is that it's okay to change my goal along the way, right? So if I reach somewhere mid year and I realize that, okay, I think I set a goal which was too simple, then I shouldn't feel like I'm stuck with it until the end of the year. No, I can always change it and switch it up. Um, I think I struggle more with being too, trying to be too ambitious and then failing. Than, not, than, than you know giving myself a lot of leeway. So I think for me, the thing is to just remember that the competition is with yourself and not with other people.
1: Thank you very much. Um, that, is a, that is a very important aspect in life it's actually. Um, in one of the books that I've enjoyed the most, 12 rules for life, it's one of the rules that compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to other people. I think it's very, very key um, in also setting goals. Thank you very much for that. So, uh, right now, you mentioned something about going back to the goal every month. And I would like you to share more about how one can renew themselves to get back the motivation they had when they were setting this goal. Because, you know, when we are setting goals, let me say we are thinking of uh, starting a business or learning something. In the first days, we are really motivated, but like three, two months down the road, the motivation usually dwindles. So Mm -hmm. I would like to share about that, renewing yourself and the motivation.
2: Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, One of the things is to have an accountability partner, somebody who you trust, um, who knows you, and who can check up on you. And encourage you and advise you, so it could be a parent, it could be a sibling, it could be a friend. Um, Just to have somebody who you have said, you know, these are the things that I want to work through this year and you know just hold me accountable, so that that person has the freedom. And you've given them the right to come and check up on you and say okay so you said you wanted to start a business how far are you with that um how is it going and then the person maybe will say ah, i gave up those plans and then they can you they, they can you if you say you give up then they can come and say why did you give up and because of that querying it can get you up again so not to do things in secret but always have somebody you've told your plans. That if it if it also seems um, like it's something that's too far off, then this person is able to tell you that you know maybe you should change it and something like that. Then <clears throat> the thing about having your goals written down and reviewing them on a daily basis. So for me, it's not that I will go and read them over and over, but I will just take a glance, take a glance at the goal, the goal for the year, and then the action points that I set for the month. And it can take me even five minutes because it's just on one page. So before I sleep, I'll go and take a look at it. And then when I wake up in the morning, it's kind of still fresh in my mind that, okay, I was supposed to do these things. It's already mid-month and I haven't done any. I need to. Um, work at it again and then also having a daily habit tracker so for example in the prosper planner there's a daily habit tracker of things that you want to do on a daily basis so for me I have things like I will read my bible every day I will work at my business every day I will do something small on my business to make sure that I'm working on it all the time I will read a book every day what I talked about 30 minutes a day because those are things that are part of my goals of helping me to achieve my goals. So on a daily basis, I'm able to tick off. Did I do it? Did I not? So if three days go by and I haven't done a particular um, thing on my habit tracker, then I know it's time to wake up. I need to come back and do do, do what I had set out to do. And it's because I'm seeing it on a daily basis. Every day it's reminding me that I need to do it, but also to, to 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 remember that we I cannot sit back and wait for somebody else to encourage me. This is these are, these are the tools that I have put in place to help me. So my habit my my planner is there sitting with me, and it's it's also part of my accountability partners telling me you're supposed to have read a book, you haven't read it, now you need to read it, and then. It, I'm able to tell myself, okay, now you need to do it. And not always wait for somebody else to come and help me and encourage me. And I think over the years I've learned that I'm, responsibility, I'm responsible for my success. I cannot blame it on anyone. I am the one who has to do it. I have to do what I need to do and that it takes action. I have to do what is what I need to do in my power, within my power, I do my part and I leave the results to God. right? I, I can only do my part. If I know that I have done my part and maybe things didn't work out, I am satisfied that I did my part. At least I have the assurance that I did my part. I did everything that I could have done in my power and it didn't work out. And then if it didn't work out, then I'm able to look back and say, okay, this didn't work out. And I did everything I could. Maybe this is not the path that I need to be taking. And maybe I need to take another path. So when you have the assurance that you have done everything within your power, then you know that, okay, at least I did everything that I can and you don't have any self blame um, to inflict on yourself because you know that you did all that you could. Thank you very
1: much. Um, That's that's really insightful. I have one last question before we get to the closing remarks. And that question is about, I usually like asking myself, how wrong could I be? So if I reach in the middle of the year and I actually find out that I set a wrong goal, um, what is the best way to go about that? And maybe you could uh, hint on how can I know that I set a wrong goal? Because I think that is also possible.
2: Okay. yeah. And yes, I think it's possible to have set a wrong goal. And um, I think for me, one of the goals that I set last year was a wrong goal. It was too ambitious and a bit unrealistic. And I knew by the third month, I knew that I had made a mistake. But my purpose for the goal was good. And my, my, um, the things that I needed to do to achieve that goal were good, and so even though I I knew that I would not be able to achieve the goal, the things that I needed to do, I wanted to continue doing them, and the purpose was noble. And so I continued doing those things, and they had an impact, right? They had an impact. Um, eventually, at the end of the year, I was able to see that I had I had been able to inspire people. I had seen that I had become a better person because of the goal I had initially set. So I knew that I was not going to achieve that goal, and it was fine. But then also, midway, I was also like, should I change this goal and tone it down um, and not, not want to do as much as I had wanted to? But I thought, I don't need to do that. I can just um, um, I can just continue doing, taking the action steps because they will yield fruit in the end. And they did, but I think there's a place to, because if you're doing a review every month of your goals and of the actions that you've taken and media comes, then you're able to say, let me completely leave this, leave this goal and begin a new one. And for example, it could be something like you wanted to start a business and the business is no longer viable. Like it's not viable at all, maybe because of a government policy um, or something like that. Now you cannot continue to hold on to such a goal where it is completely impossible. Let's say the government says you wanted, maybe you wanted to start a a Kavera business and media comes and the government says, We have banned Caveras. Now, you cannot continue with such a goal. At that point, you say, okay, I'm going to start a new business. And so your goal is going to completely change. But the purpose of your goal could be that you wanted to increase your source of income. So the purpose remains. You're just changing the goal that you're setting to achieve that purpose. So I I think having the purpose for your goal is very important because then it drives, it helps you to even keep motivated for the goal for for what you're doing but also it helps you to know what exactly your goal is about having the right purpose
1: thank you very much um so in conclusion i would like you to share with us any material you think that our listeners can explore to find more information about setting goals and achieving goals maybe a book uh, you have read or uh podcast like this they can listen to or um, resources anywhere else uh, or resourceful people that they can watch on youtube to learn more about uh, goal setting and achieving goals
2: Okay, Um, I will just share one, because I feel like he's the best and you will get all the information that you need from him and he's called Brian Tracy. He has a book about goal setting, and then he has lots of information on on YouTube, even about setting goals and how to become a successful person and all that. So Brian Tracy is a good place to start. and then get 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 a pen and get a journal and begin to write, and hold 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 those things dear, like hold 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 dear to to your goals and to your dreams. Write them down, and believe that they will happen. Set realistic goals um, and work at them. I think for me the biggest thing about um, achieving your goals is to have action points and do those actions because you can write all you want you can get all the information that you, that you that you can about goals but if you don't take the action nothing will ever happen so information is useless until the action is taken so for me that for me that have been the main thing that I've learned over the years take action even if it's a business even if it's your studies even if it's a relationship everything requires that you take an action so whatever information that we get we need to remember that we need to take an action on those things
1: okay thank you very much so um i'd like you to give us uh, a one minute closing remarks or two minutes and in addition to that i'd like you to tell uh, our listeners about Ruby's gift shop, um, how they can access some of your commodities. And uh, in particular, I'd like to find out how much the prospire planner is and if uh, there is one that is online. And uh, if not, if there are plans for that, and then we shall uh, conclude this. Okay. All
2: right. Thank you. Thank you, um, David. Yes. Thank you, David. Okay. So um, my last remarks is that by all means set goals, set goals. Um, Don't be afraid to set goals. Um, Don't be scared of the pressure and um, of the fear of I may not achieve them and I've saved them out and now people are following me up to see if I've achieved those goals. Don't be afraid. You're in competition with yourself and only with yourself. Um, And then remember to work, remember to work at your goals, remember to continuously evaluate your goals, and you will be sure to achieve them. And don't be afraid if you need to change your goals. It's okay, you can change your goals. Because remember, again, you are not, you are no competition with anybody else, but yourself, you're working on these things for yourself. So set the goals, work at the goals, and you will achieve them. Um, about the Prosper Planner, the Prosper Planner, we currently only have six-month planners now. Um, we, we no longer have the ones for the full year. Um, they are seasonal products, and we only get them at the end of the year. And once they are sold out, we are not able to get any more until the next year. So right now, we only have the six-month planners, which are undated, And so those ones, somebody can start with them um, at any point in the year um so even if you start with it in feb it will run for the next six months if you start in august it will run for the next six months so that's how it works um but for the full year planners we will only have them again for 2023 towards the end of 2022 um then about ruby's gift store you can find us um on instagram on instagram my instagram handle is ruby's gift store so as one word ruby Ruby's gift store we have a website where you can find all our products and um, do shop directly online Um, it's www.rubysgiftstore.com it's one word again www.rubysgiftstore.com so we take on orders there and they are delivered next day we deliver all over the country in Uganda and we deliver to Kenya as well at the moment we are also located at in Kisasi. Um, it's got, the building is called Loy Plaza, and it's shop number L thirty <clears> three. <throat> we are open there Mondays to Saturday from nine a.m. to six p.m. and we have um, we, we have a wide range of Christian gifts. So from home decor to journals to stationery um, to baby gifts to wedding gifts. Um, all sorts of goods that you would need, um, which which have a Christian theme, Bibles and devotionals and some fashion accessories. We just have a lot of stuff, but all of it has a Christian theme because all our products are are designed to help people to have a closer relationship with God. Really, that's the background of it, that all the products that we sell will help somebody to get closer to God. Um, So we hope that they achieve those purposes um in people's lives so yeah yeah that's it about reveal gifts too
1: yeah, thank you very much and that uh marks the end of our podcast we are very very glad that you shared with us this very insightful knowledge to our listeners that have stayed with us up to the end i hope this has been very very fruitful and it will help you progress your lives and set goals and actually achieve them. We, as all for mental health, work towards ensuring that everyone has the optimum mental health to help them survive and contribute towards their communities. And we know that stress is one of the things that affects our mental health. And we hope that through setting good goals, using the information that you've learned from these podcasts, you will be less stressed this year by failing to achieve goals of, or setting, fail, setting very ambitious goals and uh, end up with optimum mental health. I uh, want to let you know that you can share with us your comments or any other insights you have about set, setting goals on Instagram and on Twitter at A for mental health You can tag us and share with us what you have in mind about this topic. Um, Thank you very much. Till the next episode.